thank you for listening. As ever, you are keeping it real with Khadija. And today I have a very special guest, the Apprentice winner 2019, the wonderful Karina Lepore. Am I saying that correctly, Karina? Correct, yes. Hi, everyone. Thank you. And, um, and admittedly, we're not the best at tech. So this was a bit of a struggle to get on here. So thank you so much for coming on. We got, yeah, we're here. We're live in the mix now. <laughs> yeah, we're here. We're here. Um, so you won 2019 Lord Sugar's business partner. How's it yes. going now? Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's weird now because obviously we're in 2020 and today was like my first little pop-up of a memory you know on snapchat you get them them memories come up and i was shopping for my suits and i was obviously we was all getting ready about this time last year april and now it's a year on i'm the winner uh lord sugar is you know <laughs> in my emails every day what's going on happening blah 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 um but yeah it's all good it's all good and uh i'm very appreciative of the of the opportunity i thought it was a great experience and i had i had a great time yeah it's intense though right so intense, yeah. So intense. People think I'm mad for saying, like, I think I'd do it again because I, I don't know, I sort of thrive off that um, intense environment. And yes, it's tough. And, um, the, you know, you, you, you know the other sort of people you're put with and you're not all going to get on. And some are just like, what? Who are you? Are you from Earth? I used to think, like, how are you? Who are you? Yeah, it was really intense and challenging. And it's not, it's not normal. Like, it was just, you get thrown into these sort of out of your comfort zone areas. It's like, what? And you have to deal with it. People yeah. are like, how did you deal with that? And how did you deal with that? And I'm like, you just literally have to deal with it. I know. Like, and I, when people ask me to explain it, I say it's a business rehab. I feel like I learned so much about business in like such a short space of time. Do you, do you feel like yeah. that too? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, definitely does feel like that, doesn't it? And when you reflect, you think, oh my God, we managed to do that, that, went there, flew there, did that, met these great people. You're all like-minded business people. So you, you do learn a lot from these people as well, even if you don't really mean to. It's just the conversations that come up, you know, sharing people's sort of business ideas and their plans. So yeah, you just naturally try and absorb it all in such a short space of time. It's crazy. I know um, a lot of people say, like, when you ask, did you think you were going to win? Honestly, did you, did you deep down think you were going to win? Oh, I, I get asked this all the time as well. And I don't want to, I, I need to learn a great answer for this because I get asked it all the time. And I'm always like, well, I didn't, sort of yes. And sort of, yeah, I, I went in wanting it so bad that I thought, you know, it's going to take a, a tough competitor to, to sort of, outshine me and and want it as much as me because I knew like, I was so focused from day dot yes some of them were great and Scarlett I mean I knew I sussed her out from task one like you just know I don't know if you knew but I just yeah. knew right okay she's going to be the one um so I knew I just knew yeah my who my competitor was and um she was great she was great but I think I don't know at the end he just wanted something Something different, something retail based, you know, having a shop is different to, to obviously a recruitment agency like he's had before. And um, yeah, I went in there with the intentions of winning, 100%. I love that. So did I, but I didn't. <laughs> Shit. No, wow. Do you know what? I am so glad for the opportunity because I think I did go in. I don't know if Lord Sugar said this to you, but he always said to us, you need someone to look at your business with fresh eyes. 
And I went into the process very blinkered, like my cleaning business was all about world domination. And actually, when I came off the show, I had so many opportunities to do other stuff that I decided to close my cleaning business down completely. And I'm doing so much better and I'm so much happier and I'm earning so much more money. So he's a smart cookie. He definitely knows what's going to work and what's not going to work. And I'm really grateful that I didn't win because my heart wasn't in it. And I think your heart really, maybe that comes through on the show. See how passionate you were. I watched the whole way through, by the way. And I love how um, straight talking you are. Like when I came to the show, the reason my podcast is called Keep It Real with Khadija is because I got compliments on being straight talking to the point, telling people how it was. Have you had a lot of that since you've come out? Yeah, yeah, very similar to you. And I've watched every series as well. I've watched your series. And I used to sit on the sofa and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We would have got on like, we're similar in character. Like you just know, we can just... We're the type of people who just see through the sort of the BS. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how to swear on it. No, um, you are. You can say whatever the hell you want. Girl. Oh, well, you know, we can see through the bullshit. Shit. And that's what I mean. I was just like watching your series thinking the exact same thing. And um, yeah, the, I had a lot of sort of positive feedback around it on Twitter, in my DMs. People were like, cool, you're so humble and you're just exactly that, the straight talking, the realness, I think. Yeah. It was the real element just sort of came through and and that's what we we was like that's what I went on to be just myself I couldn't exactly. make it no yeah. just me I'm just gonna tell my kids to shut up I'll be one sec Soraya we're gonna keep this in the podcast <laughs> yeah. keep it real why is it like when you need kids to just be quiet for like a minute just yeah. get out anyway. mum was doing kicky uppies I was like she's gonna be on the minute just upstairs for a minute yeah, that's what I was going to say. So you're a mum and you're in yeah. business. So I have a blog called Diary of a Mumpreneur, but mm. actually a lot of people hate the word mumpreneur. Um, what's your thoughts on that word? I don't hate the word. I wouldn't say I hate the word. I don't use the word, but then I, I don't, yeah, I don't run a blog. I'm not the best that's sort of um, exposing me and what I do. Like a lot of people still say, oh, didn't, like when I post my son up, like, oh, I didn't know you had a boy or didn't know he was that big or, you know, so it's something I may have to, to go away and look at your blogs and again, uh, that's from people like minded women who do have to run a household, have to maintain now homeschooling during obviously COVID-19, how are we all dealing with that? I think it's a great opportunity for us all to sort of collab and come together and I'm definitely going to seek, seek that out after actually your blog and yeah, I think it's a great thing, Mumpreneur, that's what we are. Why yeah. not embrace it? I wouldn't, why does why has it come across like a controversial word? Do you think people just think, oh, it, you know, it's a sort of stigma around mumpreneur and you're putting yourself like, oh, it's a lot of the. I wouldn't say I'm a feminist per se. Mm. I don't know if that's worked correctly. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a feminist per se, but I do hate. You know, sometimes you're in a meeting. I don't know if you've been in them, and the men look at you like you're a piece of shit. I've been in situations like that, and I'm like, "Hey, you look at that," because I'm a feisty girl, and you mm. are too. So mm-hmm. sometimes I think, "Who do they think they are trying to intimidate me?" Uh, so I think what a lot of women have a problem with in terms of the mumpreneur word is, I want to be classed as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like the word mum needs to be added to it. In mm-hmm. my opinion, I think being a mum is the hardest job on the planet. Like, mm-hmm. it's so difficult. Just making sure they eat fruit and vegetables in the day is a task on its about. No, I had a satsuma for lunch. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Get it down, you come on. 
<laughs> the kids this morning woke up to Easter eggs for breakfast. So all day I'm like, no, you got to eat good stuff, guys. Yeah. I need to be a good mum before someone calls the social. Like, just eat <laughs> some vegetables. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but we're all in it. And I'm the same as you. I feel like, yeah, I, I want to embrace the fact that it is it's before everything else, isn't it? And that's what I've explained in an email today. Even like, shit, I haven't done the cash sheets for last week because I've been homeschooling most of the week. Like, this is life now. I've had to adapt. I'm only two weeks in. I've only just started to find my feet with this. Um, and I'm sure a lot of other mums can relate. So I think it's definitely something. And like what you were saying, I've been in situations before where I've come back from maternity leave. I've gone straight back to full-time work. And you you do get a lot of stick. And it's like, oh, how are you doing it all? How are you... How even from older women, I found it wasn't always just the men. It was a lot of older women. You know, ha- why are you not at home? You should have come back on two days. Why should I have come back on two days? Yeah. My son's great. He's doing well. He's fantastic academically and socially. So yeah. there you go. I love that. Yeah, exactly. Two fingers up. Well, my I've done the same. I started my cleaning business when Soraya was six months old. And now a couple of weeks ago, she's asked, Mummy, can we knock on people's doors and sell some of your products, your cleaning products or your home spray and hand wash? And do you know what? I think that's so important. Your kids need to know about grafting and hard work and hustling because... When I grew up, my mum didn't work and, you know, her and her mates used to have a coffee in the kitchen and then there would always be a a financial struggle or Mm. depression as a result of having no money. So I've learned that if you want to live an an okay life or a comfortable life, you need to work for it. And that's Mm -hmm. something Mm -hmm. I want to teach my kids. Mm -hmm. And I can tell that you've got that drive. One thing exactly I want to thank you, because you've, you, um, you mentioned on the show a little bit that it was your dad's bakery, right? So what happened there? So is your dad still in business with you now? Yeah, so let's go back to three years ago. So he is, how can I explain dad? He's a very sort of strong Italian man, has always been the worker, has never took a day off sick, has always pushed me to... Uh, I left school um, at normal age, 16. I didn't do uni. Um, I went and worked in a retail shop. And then I opened up my own shop in Croydon. I sort of copied where my boss was getting his stock. And I was just really intrigued. And from a young age, been interested in making my own money in business. Um, and then I, I went and did the markets. What did dad say? Not, um, oh, well done. You're, you're amazing. Look at what you're achieving. No, it was, why are you not in the, why are you not in the city? Why are you not in the suit? Why are you not got a real job? Oh my God. So my whole life I've been like trying to prove to him in a way, I think I've discussed this, like sort of prove to him that I can do it and I will do it my way and I will be successful my way. Um, So I've always wanted that from him, that well done, that, well, yeah, look at you now. Um, So he then went through a really hard time in his life. Personally, had a lot going on. And then obviously the exposed sort of the business uh, went up in flames, literally one night, um, 4 a.m. whenever. So I got a call six in the morning. Oh, he's in hysterics. He's lost everything. He, the, the firemen were there. I've seen pictures. Like there was nothing left. And um, I've never heard my dad cry. Like never, never seen him at his lowest point. So there was, it was a turning point in my life where I thought, right, I've got to help him now. You know, he's, he's an old man now. Like, I've got to do something here. So um, that's it. Was literally a trigger for me. I said, I sat him down. He was in debt. It was awful time for him. Never seen him that low. And uh, to see someone that I care about that much, I don't, I don't ever had it before where I felt this is my time to, to help because, you know, your parents are always helping you or pushing you. And I was like, no, I'm going to help him. So now, um, so I went back, 
I, I put my five grand in and um, we, we fit, sort of did what we could with that. So this is a friend of mine, Shop Fits. He's done Costa Nero. He's, he's fantastic. So he sourced everything for me, coffee machines, all the seating, all the, all the woodworks I've got in there. Um, literally everything he sourced for me um, at literally makes rate. So I did it. I did start up. It weren't sort of aesthetically how I would have liked it, but you just got to sort of get there, didn't you? And I knew I was going to build this brand and make it great. So step by step, day by day, we got there and I offered him the job of head baker. Does Is that what he wants to do? Because that's his passion. He loves to bake. He doesn't like to to do anything to do with any, you know, running a business, run team, staff. This man can barely talk, let alone having having to have people skills. So, um, yeah, got him back into his craft. He then found the love again for his trade. And since so we're two years in and he's been, I've never seen him this happy. So everything has worked out. And, um, yeah, I'm just really happy. And, and I say it's a family business because I, I love my family and I'm all about that sort of ethos and that mentality. So, Brought my sister on board and then my dad's there. So sometimes it's right nightmare. It's so funny. We're in a group. We're like, my sister and me are like, what's wrong with dad? What's wrong? Why is he like this? And then we just like, he won't change. But um, but it's working well. And even the team can feel it. They, they feel part of the family and it is great. I love it. I love it. Oh, I love it. Do you know what? That makes me so much because I'm half Moroccan. So my dad's Arab. The same, you know, doesn't yeah. love you, no cut, yeah. really, like very strict. So I can, but when you started saying that on the show, I got emotional because I was like, oh, my, I feel the same. Always trying yeah. to prove yourself, you know, I yeah. law, even though I didn't really want to study law, but I knew dad would be proud. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all these things that you do. Also, my sister was my first employee in my cleaning business. Oh, we've got so much in common. Yeah, so that whole um, Italian, Arab yeah. stuff, you know, like you've got to keep stuff together. I yeah. completely feel that. And I love that you're still doing it and that your yeah. dad's there working, grafting with you because that's the way, that's what it's about. I think this podcast, what I like to talk about is not just about business. I find every successful entrepreneur I meet, the reason that they are successful is because there's a really strong reason why they mm. want to be successful. If you want to be successful just for money, usually mm. that's not going to make you that successful. You know, you'll be comfortable. If you are doing it because you need to look after your mum, like I do, mm. you know, your siblings, your your mm. kids, your wider family, because if you've got that heart, I think mm. that's what drives people to be successful more than just money. Mm-hmm. You know? Do I you, agree. Yeah. 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 That's where your hunger comes from is the yeah. want to help out. And yeah. okay, so now we're there, Dad's Baker. So we've got one, is it one bakery you've got at the minute? Yeah, so uh, this is a whole other story. So obviously um, coming off the show, you have your, your business, you all know this, you have your business plan. Um, he then makes you do sort of another, a brief for one, right, are we sticking to the plan or anything we want to switch up? I was like, no, stick to the plan. Three new shops in 2020, boom. I found two locations. I was so happy. I was about to get going, literally, uh, 2nd of March, he was on on the phone, I don't know, let's say Daily Mirror or someone, doing an interview. He's like, yeah, we're going to be open end of April. And I was on the other line like, oh, maybe May. But, uh, you know, it was it was going. The point was we was getting there and the shops were found. Um, obviously now, naturally, uh, everything is on hold. And I've tried to flip it into a uh, positive and see it as a blessing in disguise because them shops would have been coffee shops predominantly and I wouldn't have had bakers on site. We would have continued to bake at Hearn Hill and ship out. So they would have been closed now. So that would have been an investment that was on hold, like a bit of a loss. 
Um, so I'm glad. No, I haven't signed anything. No one's going to be snapping them up anytime soon. So I'm hoping it, they'll be ready for me and we can go again, whether it's this year or even next year. Um, but for now, the focus is remaining on Hearn Hill, getting fresh bread to to the sort of local community. Every day I'm getting new DMs, I'm getting new emails. We're self-isolating fully now. We need your help. So, yeah, so I feel like this is me now. I'm providing a service to, to the local community and that's what I'm going to continue to do for as long as this this is with us. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I'm just really gutted that I live so far away. I'm like, I need to try this bread. Um, actually, I was... Uh, so good. Sorry? I said it's so good. Oh, honestly, when I've seen your pictures... Well, I was messaging Sean earlier. Obviously, I'm oh, really, with Sean, really tight with Sean and Camilla. And, um, yeah. And she was saying that we should all go for dinner or drinks or something after this. Which yeah. is amazing. But who were your closest, your BFFs on the show? For my lot, it's got to be. So I've got Pamela and Tommy are like my, they were my rocks in the house. So I would literally, if I was having a down day, they would, it's so strange, isn't it? You build relationships so quick and they just knew. They just knew. They were my rocks, like, and it's vice versa with them. The minute Tommy came home one task, I just knew this is it. He... I, I didn't know what was going to... I didn't know if all hell was going to break loose in that house. So who could calm down? Um, so, yeah, we really bounce off each other. And even to this day, you know, we have our little group, but it's definitely me, me, Pamela, Tommy. Um, Dean as well, he's like a little brother. So he's he's 100% there and uh, I'm try, trying to support him through and him with me. But, yeah, I suppose they're my three mains. Um, I got on with everyone. Look, I got on with everyone. But they're my, my go-tos and definitely Pamela. Yeah, you make really good friends and to change to an island, come back, come come to us. Oh yeah. So good. So good. Who's um who's your well, I, I loved you girls. I thought you girls were so strong. Um mm. I definitely thought Pamela was in the final, I'll be honest. Like I yeah. think throughout she was very strong, weren't she? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When we was together, like I knew it'd be her or Scarlett. Um but I just think throughout in, in the boardrooms, you get more of a feel. But um, yeah, I knew she was fantastic. The way she spoke, uh, the way she articulated herself. I just look at her in awe. I was like, how do you talk like this? Have you just, like, how do you talk business like this? I, was, <laughs> I just talk like how we talk. I was in the boardroom like, yep, yeah, I've got some buns. <laughs> got good brioche buns. So, do you know what was like, literally... Because I lived in London for like eight years, the main growing up years. So from about 15, and I had my daughter there when I was 24. And then I moved back to Peterborough when she was unwell. Um, but I have a bit of a London twang. People say to me, where are you from? Where are you from? Yeah. I'm from like Surrey anyway. So I have a little bit of it. Um, but when Tommy came on and said, I sell pillars. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, he's so funny. He was literally like that, like just all the time do you know what I think I love about Lord Sugar though it doesn't matter how you speak or necessarily no. yeah how you act or how you look Lord Sugar yep. doesn't, he doesn't care and I love that he's a bit rough around the edges he yeah. doesn't care if you say in it or if yeah. you don't articulate properly as long as he can see your heart yeah. and your knowledge and you yeah. know I replayed on my Instagram when I got fired and he does the whole um, why I fired them and he, he said a line, I like Khadija. Everyone like Khadija. She's a grafter. And you know what? I feel like, you know when you get that approval from your dad? That's how I felt about yeah. Sugar. 
I get that as well. Yeah, like if he says something to me or like, yeah, I get that as well. I think, oh, yeah, good. Thanks. Because yeah. like, uh, a lot of the times in the boardroom and I would, when I talk to young people at schools now, locally to me, like the South London schools and I go in and my whole thing is about exactly that. Like, don't, don't let anyone judge you on the way you talk or the way you, you hold yourself. Because if you know your business, you know you're confident in your area, it should shine through exactly that. Your heart, your determination should shine through. Because a lot of the times in the boardroom, I would have to talk after Lottie Lyon or Pamela or even Scarlett spoke really well, Brian Mark. They all could just articulate it to the T. Even if they were chatting a load of shit, it would just sound good because it's like coming from their mouth. But so but I, as long as I came in and could talk sense and make sense of why I did that on task or why I did that and why I made that decision, I thought I started to find myself and think, yeah, I know what I'm saying. How he wants to perceive it's how he will. And he exactly that. He can see through the, the shit and that is what Lord Sugar's yeah. good at. But I hate the wordy, wordy people. You know, I just like, if you're going to say it, just say it. Like, why do we have to add 1,200 words to it? Like, if you just want to say, yeah, I did that, why can't you just say, yeah, I did, well, Lord Sugar, actually, what? I know, yeah, yeah. Well, at the end of the day, Lord Sugar, I was the one who, yeah, okay. No, you wasn't. Yeah. Okay, so you mentioned her name, Lottie Lyon. That was a Woo! What happened there? How was that to live to live in a house with. Now ours was, we had a little bit of friction, myself and Jackie, but actually all in all, I don't know if Sean's told you, when our tasks were finished, we got back to the house. Things mm. were pretty PC. We we didn't really argue. There was no drama. What was your year? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was, um, it was, how can I explain our year? Drama. Yeah, I think the whole of Twitter knew our year was just a, uh, an explosion of a, of a series because I don't know where they found half the... That's what I'm saying. I don't know where we all came from. It was like, what? Like, I literally thought, is she from this... I, I've never met any... Not even from the, like... The, yeah, are you from this planet, I used to think? Like, how are you like this? Um, so it was challenging. I mean, it, it was okay for me because I can adapt uh, and get on with it. Like, I'm okay with any sort of people. But if you've got someone who has been in a bubble or... Uh, has not met certain other sort of people and different walks of life. Um, there was a lot of candidates in my year that struggled a lot. Like, wasn't just uh, Lottie being sort of an odd bod. There was there was quite a few that found it hard and um, sort of needed either myself or or a Pamela who who are a bit more you know not what's the word relatable or adaptable. Like they I, they used to lean on us quite a bit, but that's fine. Like I'm I'm all there for support. I used to help anyone if anyone wanted to talk to me. I was there. Um, but I mean, there was some fireworks. It was quite, ah, Gemeline. <laughs> firework. She's a Latina firework, mate. So oh. I got on very lot. She lives really near me. Yeah, forgot about Gemeline. She was a firecracker. Yeah, she's a great girl. Yeah, really, really passionate, really fiery. So there was a few little. Little tiffs in the house, yeah. yeah and Lubna, I've read a lot of drama. There was drama between... No, that's who I'm referring to, yeah. Lubna found, found. I think the whole... I don't think she'd mind me saying that she she really struggled with the process, um, with adapting to, to other people, and it, she found it tough, 100%. And, yeah, she got into a few little... I didn't really... I wasn't in this group. They had this WhatsApp group. I was being goody-goody. I was like, oh, Lord Sugar, I'm not in the group. Uh, don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Stay out, stay yeah. out of it. So I stayed out of the mix of quite a bit with all that Twitter wars and all the WhatsApp wars, but with the house and uh, sort of yeah, the clash of personalities I, I saw. Do you think sometimes um, 
like when the boys have drama, I found particularly in my year, when, when the boys had drama or they argued like on task one, when they had to buy an octopus or, they, you know, all that stuff. When they argue, it's just, it's normal. As soon as girls stand up for themselves or a girl says, no, hold on a second, that's wrong. It's catty. It's bit, yeah. It's drama. Did you find that there was anything like that in your year? Because to be honest, it's and it's nothing to do. I love the production company. I love BBC. I love Lord Sugar. I love everything. I just think it's the world in general. If girls say how they feel and it is challenging, or I was referred to as Kim Jong Un, if you are a strong character, if you're a strong character, you're called a bitch or you are too outspoken. But yet, there's a lot of strong guys that get away with it. Do you think in your year particularly that a lot of there was a lot of light on like the girl cattiness more than the confrontation between the boys? I don't know, you know, because I'm just trying to think back to mine now. And I think with your series, why maybe you you shone through as this strong, you know, sort of bitch, yeah, is because the others didn't. Whereas with mine, I was I, I would speak my mind, Pamela wouldn't hold back, Gemeline wouldn't hold back, Scarlett May wouldn't hold back. Lottie, don't even get me started. And even Aisha Lubna, like every one of the girls, I don't think I've missed any, would would then give it, like, sort of give it as good as it, you get it. Whereas with you, I reckon maybe other people felt like, oh, all right. I don't know. Yeah. Personalities we had where it didn't come across like that because I didn't get called. I don't know if anyone got called a bitch, Mike. Well, apart from Lottie. But she got called it because every task she would just be a know-it-all about it. It wasn't even about her being outspoken anymore. It was just you. Were, she thought she was a know-it-all. And then it was obviously the claims that came out. So hers was a bit of a different uh, thing as well. Yeah. Boys. Bloody other boys. <laughs> <laughs> they were just the night. They were just lost. I knew I knew they were just not going to be any competition. Girls are brilliant, though. Girls are brilliant. Last two years, winners. Yeah. Like so many girls in the final, girls are strong, and that makes me so proud. I think it shone through from from your series leading on to our series that oh, there's just no competition. Like, I just feel like the, they outshone them in both series. Yeah, I can't even really remember yours, but none of them stood out. Like as in, whoa, they know their shit. Like they're on it. Yeah. Not not like us, lot. No. Go girls, go girls. Woo! Claude and Karen. How do you feel about those two? Oh, I thought they were really scary. From task one, I just felt intimidated. Like I was like, I was like, why is he just there in the corner writing notes? It really putting me off. I just wanted to be on the side that he wasn't on. Oh, but then I thought they're not going to see me do anything. So you just catch twenty two. Um, don't get me started on Karen. On the flip side, there was so on task they don't talk to you, do they? Because they can't seem to be in you know favourable or anything. So, but there was one task. We're at the end now. Task ten. I knew she wanted me to smash it. I was PM. I just knew she's following me, and I was like watching every move. And I thought, I hope I'm not making any wrong decisions. But you, you do, don't you? Like half the time, you like I just got to go with it now. I've made the choice. Uh, it's my perfume. She's coughing it up, spitting out my lollies. I thought, oh my god, this woman hates me. But then she gave me a little tip or a little piece of advice. And I thought, ah, oh, yeah, she does like me. Like she is sort of rooting because they are, you know, in the, they must be by week 10. Like it was only week 11 was the interviews and that's, that's on, all on me. So uh, I thought, okay, yeah, like breathe. She's, she's a tough cookie, but you know, yeah. Sort of thing. Oh, it's so hard. Well, no. I, 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 Claude, when Claude opens up, 
yeah, Claude opened up at the end and I was like, oh, I just loved him at the end, yeah. Yeah, well, I've had Claude on my podcast, um, actually. No, sorry, I've had Linda. I've got Claude lined up to come on my podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, good. And, um, and uh, yeah, surprisingly, I went to Linda's house and got Linda on my podcast. Um, oh, but what was I just going to say? You said about, yeah, Karen, did you ever have a bit of a personal question? We had a lot of digestive issues during the process because we were so on edge. So we would either have the shits or not be able to go. And we found that most of our talks were all about, have you been today? Did you? <laughs> and it's, really? Yeah, because Sarah Ann, Sarah Ann and me used to be constantly, oh, I can't go. I, I lost so much weight. Like we, I lost a lot of weight, yeah. Yeah, because you're so stressed. Like, so stressed. Nervous. It's just, and I don't think unless you've been in it, you're never, ever going to understand. Are no. You? No. I can't. I try and like... No, and that's why it's so special with everyone. Like, and when you get like the other day, a few of them messaged me like a little nostalgic, nostalgic message. What was it? I can't remember, but it was just like so glad that we all got to meet and go through it together. Because unless you're in it together, like I, ca- I came back, tried to explain it to my family, and I just found myself talking at them like they they just couldn't get it. They couldn't get the emotions and the long days and the. And not having to see to see my son and you know my 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 family not even yeah to make no make no coffees for eight weeks see not your partners it's, it's crazy intense and okay. yeah no one will get it no one yeah how were you when you watched yourself back I used to shake the first few episodes yeah I cringed a few times <laughs> oh it was cringe wasn't it and hearing my voice I've always I don't even play my voice on Snapchat or Instagram don't go Instagram live because I just I just have always had this thing like oh my god don't talk on camera like it's not nice um but yeah I I found myself after a few weeks I thought it was quite we all watched it we called it lit Wednesdays all the family would come around and it was just so fun um and everyone was so supportive like everyone on Twitter and the sort of following of the show I felt like right okay um this is all this is actually okay I I then found myself enjoying it because obviously the production team warned you that the trolls are are out there and you know you get that sort of aftercare if you need it uh, but I just found myself sort of plodding along each week like, oh, yeah. not in any papers yeah. no drama I all was, right despite being called Kim Jong-un in week two, <laughs> awful I was kind of cool and do you know what it was every time I watched myself I was like I agreed with everything I said yeah I, like Khadija yeah you're right Khadija's gonna win even yeah. though <laughs> go <laughs> Go, Khadija, I've got my own little party, like, yeah. But do you know what? I would rather that than try to be something I'm not, watch it back and be like, shit, why did I say that? Yeah, exactly, no, yeah. 100% authenticity. And I think you should love your voice because it's definitely real, it's down to earth. You know, there's something about a very down to earth voice. Yeah. People, and now I offer mentorship. Like most yeah. of my income comes through mentorship, motivational speaking, I'm a trainer. And people commend me all the time on the way I just speak. And that is something that you have that you can value forever. Lord Sugar saw it in you. We all saw it in you. I'm excited to watch your future. So excited. Oh, thank you. Right. Thank you. (laughs) I've got uh, one thing to do. It's called the Yes No Game. All right. Have you ever played this before? Is it like fast? I've got to answer. Just uh, you just you can't say yes and you can't say no. Oh, okay. You'll be playing this with your son after. It's a tricky one. He'll love it. He loves anything, games. 
<laughs> okay. Are you ready, Karina? Oh my God, I think I am getting hot. Right, I'm ready. Is this as stressful it was, as it this was? This is more stressful, yeah, because I, I know what's coming. <laughs> okay. On your marks, get set, go. Are you a good singer? Not really. Do you like country music? Absolutely not. Do you take the shampoos and conditioners from hotels? Uh, depends. <laughs> Have you ever stolen a street sign? A cone? Not a sign. <laughs> do you ever count your steps when you walk? Do people do that? Can you curl your tongue? Have a look. Have a look. Good one. <laughs> ever borrowed something and not returned it? Oh, yeah, of course. I've said, yeah, why didn't I just have calls? <laughs> it's hard. Listen, it's hard. you need to play it with your son later and let me know how he does. Yeah, it's I will. I'll text you what he gets, yeah. yeah. Okay, final question to round off, and thank you so much. I know you've got to go, but thank you for coming on. It's been so No, much thanks fun. for having me. It's been fun. <laughs> okay, final question. If you could be an animal, Karina, what animal would you be? I'm going to just go with my gut and say what's in my head, because... It would be, I feel like I'd be lying to myself and I don't want to traitor my star sign. So I'm going to go over lion. Um, maybe, I hope everyone doesn't say it because there's not, you know, if you're a true Leo, you're a true Leo. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go over lion. That's my, that's my. What's your reason? Fiery, taking over, eating people. Yeah. That's me. You can name me a few candidates that you would have eaten. <laughs> you were a lion. Just like, just <laughs> She knows. She knows. She knows. She knows I would have just eaten her. Oh, Karina, I love you so much. Thanks for the on. We'll have to get you on again in what, maybe six months' time, see how they're yeah. getting on and a bit of an update. Will you do me a favour? Tell Lord Sugar I love him and to like hit me up sometime. I'll go tell him. I'll tell him after. <laughs> What's happening? my podcast and I'll pay you a commission. Let's see. Like you just said, please, 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 can you go on her podcast? She's expecting her third child and it would mean the world. Anything we've got to do to Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, congrats. I didn't know. Oh, okay. lovely. I don't know about lovely. Handful. Yeah. Three. Three. I'm done. Third and final. And I'm done. But if you ever need some, you know, if you to come and play with your son, hit me up. I'll send him over. Oh, yeah. God, blimey. He'll love that. He loves company. Well, thank you so much. Uh, Have the best time and I will literally message you and keep updated. Yeah, I'll speak soon. Thank you. Bye, Bye, bye. Bye.